Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. We have all had those hours of darkness, right? There's nobody here who hasn't. And what does that mean that Mother Mary comes and speaks to us, let it be? What does that mean? I wanted to read you just one little letter from the mother um, that many of us have gone through with health situations. Those mysterious symptoms frighten you, and you're filling in the uncertainty with scary stories. Those stories are powerfully toxic. Go to the doctor for sure, but take charge of the story you tell about your symptoms. They can be harbingers of disaster or friendly, insistent messengers coaxing you to place your attention somewhere else. Put your focus on your truth. You are a sanctuary of light. Love, peace, and creative power. In that sanctuary, you are whole. Nothing less is true. Start telling yourself good stories. Envision yourself as whole. Pay loving attention to the parts that you can already see are well. Imagine the vibrancy of those parts being contagious. You are a wellness epidemic. <laughs> Foresee the actions of your healthy self. If you like to run, imagine being so healthy, you're running longer and faster than ever before. You've just finished a marathon. Dream big. You're running a marathon in a country you always wanted to visit. Remember, you will die someday. Maybe this is your day, and maybe not. If it is, it's okay, because you're coming home to me. You are eternally rosy with life. Loving your rosy hue, the mother. We talked last week about shifting from the shadows to the light. We are the light. We are an evolving cosmic consciousness. And we are here to be evolving, treasuring that light of who we are. That's what we're doing here. When we are in our state of light, we are miracle machines. We are creating miracles all the time. That's what the light does. And in those dark hours, we don't feel like miracle machines. Or if we are, we're in a state of real breakdown and we need some mechanics on duty now. <laughs> 
And that's where we lean into the energy of the mother or whatever, whatever the aspect of the divine is that you personally relate to. We lean into that to remember who we are. When you think about the word remember, it member is like your arm is one of your members. That it, we're a society, our bodies, our fields of energy. They're all members of the collective known as me. Remember is to restore ourselves, to put ourselves back together. The word restore is another interesting one. It's like restory, tell a new story. Come back home to ourselves. So in order to stay in this light, there are certain mechanics that make us function, just like our bodies function better if we actually sleep sometimes, you know, if, if we actually eat, if we actually get up off the couch and move. We, we function better if we follow these mechanics, and there are mechanics in terms of our conscious consciousness. One of those is the power of our words. What is it we are saying? If we are saying, oh, this is hard, I'm not doing very well, I don't think I can, you know, all of those, we could sit here all day coming up with things that we've told ourselves, right? We have long, long litanies of misery that we can lean into, but they don't take us to a good place. When we speak positive words, though, they have to have meaning behind them. I was um, having a conversation with Robin on Friday, and she was talking about, well, are you feeling prosperous? And I said, nope. Actually, no, we were just having a discussion about taxes. Taxes are too high and I don't have enough money. <laughs> and no, I'm not feeling prosperous at all because I had a story. And so I could, I could have come up with some glib thing. Oh, yes, I am prosperous and flowing with abundance. And that maybe would have been a better thing to say, but it wouldn't have been truth for me because I didn't feel it. So she invited me to think about a time that I had felt prosperous and, and I went back to, in March, I was um, lucky enough to go to Loreto, Mexico. And the, I mean, I suppose that could have been an example of prosperity right there. <laughs> but, but even more, I got to go whale watching a few times. And the whales were jumping up all around us. And so she said, oh, good, good, stay in that and just think about that. And as I thought about it, she was saying, how are you feeling right now? And the word that popped to mind was supported. And so for me, that was a felt image of prosperity. So in the meditation that we did earlier, Whatever it was that was your memory of feeling so alive, that's you being connected, being aware. Or maybe you weren't aware, but you were still plugged in. You could feel the life force moving through you and all around you. 
Go back to that image and use that so that you feel alive. So now if I say I am prosperous, I can, I can just feel the whales all around me and plug into that image instead of whatever is in my checkbook, which is not a helpful place to go. Because if I focus on that and there's not as much as I feel like I need, then the lack is what will expand. And I want the, the bounty to expand. I want the awe to expand. In our community, I felt so wonderful. I, I am not a super good housekeeper. I love having parties because it's my motivation to clean my house. And if I don't have that, I don't usually bother. <laughs> so that's just how it is for me. So here I was doing all this cleaning and clearing out stuff and there was this thought in my mind, my house could use this, <laughs> but, but I was doing it here and I felt so excited to be doing that, to be part of a community that was making a statement with our action that the space that we have, even though we want something different, the space we have is valuable and we want to take care of it. And, and that felt really, really good to me. It's maybe the most fun I've ever had cleaning. <laughs> and I felt prosperous. And so something else that Robin had said is she thought, I think it's time to add yet one more word to our mission statement, the word prosperous. We are a vibrant, welcoming, multi-generational, prosperous community embodying love and awakening spiritual consciousness. What do you think? Yeah? yeah. Show of hands. How many like that idea? Yeah. Zeke likes it too? All right, Zeke. <laughs> More food for Zeke. <laughs> so notice how that all lines up. We have an idea of prosperity. We have a feeling of prosperity. We have a word that we speak around prosperity. And we have action that we take. All of this has to be in alignment. Otherwise, it's just empty words. I passed out when you came in. Well, not I, but <laughs> those who were greeting you passed out um, sheets on prayer partners. How many of you have had a prayer partner? Would you raise your hand? Oh, wow. Look around. Look around. Just hold your hands up and keep looking. That is so awesome. So... If you still have a prayer partner, and it's working for you, you don't need another one right now, but if you don't have one currently, and you would like a prayer partner, if you would fill that form out and put it, just tear off the bottom of it and put it in the basket, and then I'll match up the people who would like a prayer partner. I wonder if um, those of you who have had a prayer partner, if somebody would like to talk about what was the benefit to you, especially if it surprised you. Anybody want to share that? Gabe. 
Well, um, in our spirit, oh, okay, get to stand up. In the spirit group that me and my mom had, we had a little thing where we would, um, we had this whole lineup of who would call who, and so everybody had a prayer partner to the point where it was almost a prayer. It was a prayer group, but it was just a lot more single and just very focused on two people, and I found that to be really helpful because people can say some wise things without even knowing your situation just by knowing the feeling and it's very helpful when you have a very single focused way to communicate that. Thank you. Lawrence? I love that. It's like poetry. And often the prayer ends up being some kind of an image. And the, what I find is that it comes to me in the moment. It's not an intellectual process. Somebody has an ask that they need. And as you tune into them in the knowing it, you're given the words because you are plug. In order to pray, you're plugging in to the cosmic consciousness. And it's like electricity. It just flows through you with these powerful words. And often, I'm like, whoa, while it's happening. It's really, really powerful. It's one of those things that I encourage everybody to be doing every day. Have a prayer partner that you're working with. You'll find that you get in a groove over time where the, the prayer is so much deeper, and you don't have a chance to get too far off. Like Deb was talking about earlier, how she went into this dark place, and then, um, you know, she was wandering away. But prayer is what can bring you back. If you have this prayer partner and you have a commitment to talk to them, you just can't get too far off. One of the images that I use for myself, because I often need it, is... Um, a lot of you have dogs, right? Or you know about dogs if you don't. And you have a leash and you're walking along. And if you have a dog, you know what they like to sniff on the side of the road, right? And the nastier it is, the more they want to sniff it. Well, I think of my mind that way. <laughs> 
there's a lot of things that I end up sniffing that it's like, come on. And I have to yank that leash and get myself out of that thought. But a prayer partner can do that for you. The, when you... When you connect as prayer partners, and this is something in case you do it, I wrote it in that list, which I hope you will keep with you if you're going to do it, but sometimes people want to tell their life story on the phone, and it's like, for God's sake, I don't have time to listen to your life story, I especially don't have time to listen to it every day. You know, I, just tell me what you want. You know, it's just like when you go to the gas station. You're not going to tell the attendant all about your difficulties and how you almost ran out of gas. You're just going to say, fill it up. And that's what you want to do in prayer. You want to keep your attention on what it is that we're creating. We don't have time for the story about what we aren't creating or didn't create or we're afraid we couldn't create. No. This is what we want to create. This is really, really powerful stuff. We don't have time this morning to hear from everybody who's had a prayer partner, but I've heard a lot of your stories. And I know how powerful it can be. And I know the friendships that develop when you have a consistent prayer partner. Now, I know that not everybody here lives here. Patrice kind of lives here, but she's gone a lot. Mindy, right? Mandy um, is visiting. And um, Heather and, I forgot your name, um, are here from Tacoma. So not everybody lives here, but that doesn't mean we can't pray with you. So if, if you don't live here, but you want a prayer partner, put your name in the basket. Okay? Because Phones actually travel, you know. We can call anywhere in the world. Email, travels, texts. You know, you can, you can communicate in all those different ways. It's so important that we keep ourselves prayed up. When, and meditating is another thing. So meditating is a place where, like what we did, that even though it was just a very short little thing, amazing things are able to emerge because when we meditate, we're stopping, more or less, the mind chatter. And we're able to just be aware of that energy that is. And, and sometimes in the moment... Wonderful inspiration comes, like the song from the other room. <laughs> or sometimes nothing, you know, amazing happens right then, but we are getting ourselves into a regular way of being that is healthier. So if meditating is something that you're not comfortable with, or I know I should, but I never do, sign up for the class. There's one in the, in the evening, there's one in the morning, or afternoon rather, um, so that despite your schedule, you might be able to, to take advantage of it. So that you, there are so many different ways to meditate, and we're going to do a whole variety of them so that you walk away with at least one that you really love. James. Yes. I want to share with you. 
speaking of that meditation, um, I was meditating about my feeling alive, and it was birthing my baby, Salia, uh-huh. who then started playing the song. <laughs> Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah. Yes, Deb. You know, in January when I was, I lost my birthday, and that's the same time I was having to start that in this Oh. Yeah. It was, it was so devastating for me to have lost that and not being able to have that mm-hmm. as a support for myself. So I had to go through this process alone. What would happen if I had to? Yeah. So it's really powerful. And I, I hope that you will take advantage of it. Our words are important. And so when we're speaking words of prayer, we are lifting others up. We become the lifeline. And we never know when somebody's going to need that. We just never know. I have a prayer partner, I've told you, who's going through memory loss. And we've been prayer partners for a long time. And so now it's just one of the things that has been given to me is I get to walk with her through this process. But that wasn't the case when we first became prayer partners. I had a prayer partner who was the one that told me that 9-11 had happened because she had seen it on the news and I hadn't. And so we began our experience of 9-11 with prayer. And it changed how I experienced that dramatically. We never know. We are so easily trifling with our words. Get on Facebook. Look at the things that we say sometimes on Facebook or other people say. Ask yourself, are the words I say on Facebook truth? Do I want to be trifling with my word? Or do I want my words to be words of truth, words of power? We're all going to slip sometimes, but when we have a steady prayer practice, it's just like brushing our teeth, you know? It's more likely that our mouth will be healthy. We are called as a community to be a force of light. It doesn't happen because we say, oh, I think I'll be a force of light. It happens because we take action. And this is an action we can all take. So I strongly encourage you to fill out that form. If you already have a prayer partner, recommit to making sure you're making those connections with your prayer partner. And let's be that force of light in the world. Let's speak the words that lift up rather than tear down.
That's who we're here to be.